ready to rise above loud, angry headlines, longing for an alternative to the world's fighting and fear-mongering? Christianity Today magazine offers a trustworthy, faithful perspective on stories that matter to you, from the church next door to movements and ministries all around the world. Subscribe to CT for full access to in-depth reporting, insightful commentary, and redemptive storytelling, both online and in print. A subscription to CT also includes seasonal devotionals, special issues, and exclusive content. Visit orderct.com today or click the link in the show notes to get started and join a growing community of thoughtful evangelical Christians who value different news that makes a difference. That's orderct.com to subscribe today. This episode is brought to you in part by Zondervan, publisher of Think Ahead, Seven Decisions You Can Make Today for the God-Honoring Life You Want Tomorrow. Written and narrated by Craig Groeschel and available everywhere audiobooks are sold. Welcome to Questions and Ethics with Russell Moore, where we apply the gospel of the kingdom to cultural issues and your questions about the Christian life. Today's question is, Walk us through how to counsel someone who has undergone gender reassignment surgery and has now come to Christ. So help us think through what repentance looks like for someone in that situation. Ask my students at Southern Seminary about four years ago in their final exam. Uh, no, uh, that, that's an important issue. And, and one of the reasons uh, that it is important to me is because one of the most enlightening things that ever happened on that issue for me was giving that question as a final exam when I was a professor at Southern Seminary and having the fact that most of the people in the room, this was, I don't know, four or five years ago, most of the people in the room were like, ah, that Wiley Moore, he's catching us in this trick situation, it's hypothetical. Now, to be honest, I had kind of set them up for that because I would give them some really wild hypothetical sorts of uh, situations, but this wasn't one of them. Uh, Every single one of the people in the room is either going to be dealing with people who are in that situation And if they're not, it only means because they're not faithful in reaching their communities uh, for Christ. If you're not having people asking, what must I do to be saved in this situation? It only means that you're not preaching to people in that situation. And that's a a terrible place to be. So I think we need to, to recognize, first of all, the scripture tells us that God created us male and female that these are not amorphous categories, these are not self-reversible categories. This has to do with, with how we're created by God. And so part of what repentance means is to acknowledge the authority of the Creator. Now, what's going to happen is some a transgendered person is going to say, I don't feel like a man or I don't feel like a woman. We shouldn't act as though that is surprising. Uh, There are all sorts of aspects of our humanity that we are alienated from. That's what it means to be sinners. And some people are alienated in more ways from from some aspects than other people are. So we we don't act as though we're surprised by that. We also make sure that we do not see transgendered persons as freaks. And there there are a lot of people who do. They make uh, jokes uh, about transgendered persons. They act as though this is some 
uh, really, really freakish sort of a thing. We're the people who have been called to seek and save that which was lost. And all of us were lost. We don't see people as freaks. And so we, you remember, I think about what Isaiah said about our Lord Jesus, looking forward to our Lord Jesus. He doesn't bend a broken reed. He doesn't snuff out a smoldering wick. He doesn't shout or cry aloud, the scripture says. So we have to have that sort of, of spirit that seeks not only to proclaim the gospel, but also to, to work with people to bear one another up towards sanctification. So I think what it means for someone to repent in that sense is to say, I'm a man, if that person was born a man, or I'm a woman, if that person was born a woman. Doesn't mean that person feels like a man or a woman, and you shouldn't expect that person to. Uh, what you should do is to say, this is what it means to follow Christ. It's difficult for all of us to follow Christ. That's why we need a church. That's why we have this entire time of life where God is sanctifying us. And so we're going to be here with you through this process, which means Galatians 6, we bear one another up. So that transgender person who comes to Christ says, I was born a man, but I don't know how to live uh, as a man. We don't expect that person to immediately be a Genesis 2 a prototype of a man, certainly not a cultural stereotype of a man. We say, this is what sanctification looks like. It's a process that takes place. And we need the whole body of Christ involved in this, uh, working with this person, bearing this person up. And in turn, this person, as a part of the body of Christ, is going to be ministering to other people uh, in the congregation in their particular uh, points of weakness. Uh, so it means this isn't a quick and easy fix that happens. Nobody is. All the things that all of us brought to the table when we came to Christ were new creations in Christ, but He is transforming us from one level of glory to the other. We still need the body of Christ, and we still need that process of sanctification. So we patiently disciple. That's what I would say. If you'd like to submit a question, email us at questions at erlc.com. That's questions at erlc.com. Or on Twitter and Facebook, use the hashtag AskRDM. Thanks for listening to the Questions and Ethics podcast with Russell Moore. To check out future broadcasts, subscribe via iTunes or visit us on erlc.com. Questions and Ethics